Mums with Hustle podcast, episode 24. This week's episode is proudly brought to you by the Mums with Hustle Biz Club, a private Facebook group with the coolest mums in biz. Want in on this cool community for biz mums? This is the place for creatives and go-getters. Come hang with the women who get you. There's no judgment, just real encouragement, advice, feedback, ideas, and collaboration. Are you ready to get into it? Come on and join us. You're all invited. I'd love to see you there. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Mums with Hustle podcast, where you'll discover everyday mum entrepreneurs killing it in their industry. Learn the secrets you can replicate to create your own success with your host, Tracy Harris. Okay, so this episode feels a little self-indulgent to me, but I have to get over that quick smart if I plan on providing you with some ways to improve your productivity as a biz mum, particularly if you work at home. Trust me, I get it. I know how hard it is to get stuff done and feel like you're progressing in your business when you're doing it all on your own. Or maybe you've got a partner or a VA, but really the demands of mum life throws an extra spanner in the works for us as business owners. I know that not everyone who listens to this podcast is a mum, but I do know that you're probably interested in increasing your productivity too, especially if your biz is your side hustle, because juggling a nine to five at the same time as owning your own online business is tough. We all want more time but we're never going to get more than 24 hours in a day. So I believe that we all need to look at how we can become more effective in our use of time. And that's really going to help us to see progress in our businesses, regardless of whether we are mums or not. So if productivity is something that you feel you need a bit more help with, or you'd like some more productivity tips, then I encourage you to stay with me here on the podcast as I share with you my three tips to boost your productivity today. So let's start with a very simple snapshot of some of the tasks that need doing here at Mums with Hustle just to keep our heads above the water without actually getting anything new done. Now, when I say new, I do have to be kind to myself and remember that every single week we are putting out new stuff. But that's not the thing I'm referring to here when I say new stuff. What I'm really talking about here are those things that keep us operating and just relevant, bubbling along on a daily basis. In other words, these are the things that are my must-dos. And without them, I'm pretty sure we'd be screwed. Now, I'm fortunate that I do run Mums with Hustle with my husband. He's my audio guy and my tech support, but Here's some of the daily tasks that I have specific sole responsibility over. You may be able to relate to many of these tasks, but for the ones that you don't relate to, you can replace those with your own to-dos that are fundamental to your biz staying afloat week in, week out. So here we go. Planning and writing the weekly email broadcast writing copy for the podcast, planning, writing, creating social media posts, and then posting and interacting on social media. And that's across three platforms, two to five times a day on each, seven days a week. There's responding to emails, 
making time to learn and develop my own business skill set. That's a daily practice of mine. Reaching out to potential guests for the podcast, writing a weekly blog post, creating a freebie to help support you, my audience, building my own bank of photos for social media and the blog, styling, taking the photos, editing the photos. Then there's recording the podcast and all the prep that goes on behind the scenes with my podcast guest. Okay, so they are pretty much the majority of my responsibilities when it comes to the mums with hustle must do's. Why am I sharing that with you? Well, I think it's really important to take inventory of your own must do's. When you do that, it's much easier to approach the week with intention and to help you become more productive. Okay, so they're the must-dos. Well, what about some of the things on my would be really, really nice to-do list if I just had a bit more time or if I was more productive? Okay, so some of these things are creating ways for the Mums with Hustle community to connect. Hey, cue the Facebook group. We did that. That's awesome. I'm so excited. And if you're in it, I can't wait to chat to you there. Then there's checking in with individuals from the Mums with Hustle community just to see how they're going and keep building those relationships. I love doing that. That's a real priority for me. There's connecting with others for collaboration opportunities, and that's other ways from people just coming on the podcast. And that often involves phone calls or several emails back and forth. Then there is finding the time to create my paid products. Yes, they are under construction. That's pretty exciting. I can't wait to tell you more about that. Then there's just general content creation, learning how to grow my business on other social media platforms that maybe aren't my strength just yet. There's being active in other Facebook groups that I'm a part of. That is really important to me um, and important to building my own brand and reputation and my business. And helping to serve others as well through valuable comments and inputs and things like that. I really, really um, value becoming part of Facebook groups. Um, Then there's just looking at and exploring avenues um, in which I can grow our business, whether that is outsourcing and getting some PR, PR or getting a VA. All of that research takes time. And then, of course, there's the all-important making time for face-to-face meetings and getting out and about and chatting and meeting people. All of that stuff is super important. Anyway, I know you get my drift. There's a lot in those lists and you are in the same boat too. You've got your business and you've got limited time. Having passion is only going to get us so far. We need progress to keep the momentum and to keep us motivated. So how do we do that? Especially when we have little people who we want to spend time with and a household to run. One of my major learnings about being a startup is how incredibly difficult it is to switch off and how much time you will invest into your business, especially in the first six months. When you have your own business, it's hard to switch off because there's always going to be something that you could be doing. This was the same train of thought for me that I had as a teacher. You're never up to date, but 
You need to set some boundaries for yourself around this. Don't get me wrong. I am guilty of staying up pretty late, hustling away, working on bits and pieces, but that's not every night. And that's only really when I have an immediate deadline. A classic example of an an immediate deadline um, was the launch of Mums with Hustle. So if you've been with us from the very beginning, you'll you'll know that we started our social media in advance of our launch and I was posting content and getting you to click on the link in my bio on Instagram that would then take you to a landing page, which gave you a very brief insight into what Mums with Hustle was going to be. And I think it was something like just, oh, two sentences maybe. It was very brief, a little blurb about what Mums with Hustle was. And then there was a box for you to enter your email address to become part of our mailing list. The third thing on the page was a timer that was counting down. Yep. Everyone knew that when we were launching and it still makes me cringe to this day when I think about everything that went into the launch. But that's a conversation for another day. (laughs) The point of this story is that we pulled all-nighters, a lot of them, months of them. Our countdown timer was holding us accountable. You were holding us accountable. So yeah, we had to put in some manic, manic hours. Um, But that's certainly not healthy and it's not something that you want to sustain. Um, Fast forward to six months later and we're finally getting our groove and I think that's all thanks to two things. So one, experience and two, productivity. I'm going to spend the rest of this podcast now sharing three productivity tips for you that have helped me to feel less overwhelmed and help see us progress as a business. So the first thing before I can dive into those three tips for productivity is the importance of just accepting my own reality. Okay, so my reality is this. I have a toddler, I work from home, and I have two six-hour days where I can work on my business child-free. That's my reality. I don't think I need to go into the random nature of toddlers, but just really quickly for the chicks out there listening to the podcast who don't have children, kids aren't predictable. They're sometimes, or they sometimes refuse the nap. They get sick. Sometimes they're super clingy. So really they become the bosses um, a lot of the time and they are the ones that dictate our work hours. At the same time, we wouldn't change any of that for the world. These little kitties are the reason we started our business in the first place. Um, It sets a great example to our children, I believe, when they see us working on a passion and taking risks. Um, But a major drawcard of having your own business as a parent is the flexibility that it gives you when your little ones really need you. I think it's important to remind ourselves of those two things sometimes. Okay, so on to the three productivity tips. Number one, get preppy. All right, you're most productive when you plan your list the night before. And I know some people roll their eyes at this because they see it as yet another task that they don't have time for. But this is a mistake. Your to-do list is a smart investment of your time that will reap massive rewards for your very little effort. Okay, writing your to-do list at night is even better because your subconscious mind will process this list as you sleep, reducing overwhelm when you wake up. And it's like most emotional things. It's better to get it out of your head than to leave it in there, swirling around, getting messy and stressing you out. So 
Absolutely. Start prioritizing your preparation and getting the to-do list done. Because if you're waking up and you're winging it, then it's a bit like cramming for an exam. You're going to be a complete scatterbrain. You're going to feel like you're constantly switching between tasks, checking emails, left, right, center, checking your social media, trying to remember what you needed to post, um, trying to retrieve that invisible to-do list from your head, the one that you didn't write down. And when we see people just winging it, they tend to forget some of those important tasks altogether. And then at the end of the day, they're left feeling crap and getting into a funk about how they didn't get anything done and how it's so much easier for others to get ahead because blah, blah, blah. Okay, so that's some serious, dangerous mindset territory that we start to cross into um, when we just approach um, getting prepared with a lack, lack of planning, really. Um, it's a real negative place to get into and we want to avoid it because it's not going to help us with being productive. In fact, it will slowly kill our passion and our progress. So my tip, my first tip for you is to get preppy and start prioritizing the to-do list. It would be a bonus if you could do this as part of your night routine, but life is hectic and unpredictable. So just write it down any way you can. I personally am a classic for writing mine on a post-it note and sticking it on my desk for the morning. I also love to sit and prepare my list on my own Mums with Hustle printable to-do list that we gave away a couple of months ago now, I think, in the biz kit. But it's not always realistic that I get the chance to sit down and plan um, on my pretty bit of paper or to sit with a cup of tea and write it in an ice book. Honestly, sometimes the majority of the time, um, it's me typing single-handedly into Evernote on my phone in the dark while breastfeeding my son at night. Yeah, it's way better to physically handwrite the list um, because that again does amazing things for your subconscious mind, but it's not always possible for me. And because I know that it's better out rather than in, I type it. If I do get a chance after my son's gone to bed, then yeah, I'll quickly um, grab that post-it note or grab my to-do list and I'll scribble it down on the paper and leave it on my desk for the next day. Um, And then I go on with the rest of my night. The key takeaway here for you is just to write it down. I can't stress that enough. Write it down, type it, whatever. Um, Don't get fancy with your paper. Um or your process. Don't think that you have to be fancy and go into so much detail because overthinking and over preparing is just a way of getting fancy really about procrastinating. I think I heard Michael Hyatt say that once on his podcast and it really stuck with me. So I'm going to say it again. Overthinking and over preparing is just a way of getting fancy about procrastination. Okay. Second tip, protect your time. By this, I mean eliminate or at the very least um, minimize your destruction, your distractions in order to get stuff done. And in order to do this, you need to be real with yourself. You've got to be honest. So ask yourself this question. What are your go-to distractions? Be honest. Take inventory of all of those things that keep you from doing what it is that you need to be doing. 
Are your distractions things like online shopping? Is it Google? I know some serious Googlers, hubby included. Just take some time to think about what your go-to distractions and procrastination tactics are. Once you've identified them, then you can begin to work on eliminating or reducing them and protecting your precious work time. I know for some, it's emails. For me, it's social media and housework, and it's even my to-do list. Crazy, huh? So what do I do? Once I've done my social media post for that part of the day, I turn off my notifications or I put on Do Not Disturb. I put my phone out of my reach. I turn the volume way down on my laptop and I work in my office with the door shut so I don't see the mess. Or I work outside or even at another location like a park or a cafe if I need a change of scene. I choose the task that I'm going to work on and I hide the rest of my to-do list so that I can have laser focus. If Google is your distraction, well, maybe you need to be um, just having one tab open. Okay, because I know it's really hard if the current task that you need to do involves you having your browser open. Um, So, yeah, that makes it a little little tricky. But what you can do is just have one tab open. Um, By doing this, you'll have minimized the chance of getting distracted by last night's shopping cart or by going back and reading that awesome blog post you started reading, but then you meant to come back to, um, you know, all of those distractions. So identify them and eliminate them. Protect your time. All right. The third thing is that we need to learn to love working in small chunks of time. All right. This one really links back strongly to what I said earlier about accepting your reality. Yes. It can be a real frustrating thing um, to feel like you're not in control when you work. Um, And it's hard sometimes when you've got all of these creative juices flowing and you're in the zone and you just want to keep smashing the to-dos because you are winning right now. And then you have to stop for whatever reason. It's time to do the school run or the cat threw up on the rug. Yeah, that happens. Um, Or you need to get dinner on or your baby woke up. Uh, Things happen, especially when you work at home and especially when you have kids. But flicking the switch on your mindset about the way that we view working in small chunks of time can have a tremendous effect on your productivity. Um, learning to love small chunks of time is really important because the research tells us that working in small blocks of time is a way to boost productivity in itself and get results. Think about it. If you've ever worked in a corporate job and you know what it's like to sit at a desk for countless hours, you'll know that it's not fun and you still may not be productive, even though you've got all that time there at your hands. Um, What I have learned to do is to block out my day into chunky bits of about 45 minutes. Um, And during the time I work with laser focus and I'm protecting my time, remember, um, I have my one task from my to-do list and I set my timer, literally setting the timer and I just watch yourself get stuff done. Now, I've been a fan of setting a timer um, in my role as a teacher. 
I've done it at school as a teacher for years. And it's amazing how productive even the most challenging of learners can be when they know that there is a time limit and when they know that there is even an end, a means to an end. Uh, So you get to work with your timer on, it's counting down, and the 45 minutes is up. What do you do then? You get up and you take a break for 15 minutes. Yes, it's good to press the pause button. Again, the research tells us this. So having a break is going to boost your productivity. You get to go and have a stretch, grab a coffee, go outside and daydream, do a quick minute work, uh, 15 minute workout, um, check your social media if that's what you need to do, do a meditation, paint your toenails, unload the dishwasher. Hey, the time is yours. It's time to have that brain break and refresh and reward yourself for that laser focus. Except if you chose to unload the dishwasher, that is not really a reward, but anyway, it's your time. (laughs) Um, Just pay attention to the timer and get back to work after the 15 minutes is up, either continuing on the task that you had been working on, or if you completed it, you get to move on to the next thing. When I started breaking my day up into these smaller chunks of time, I found that I was able to get way more done. But remember, I was also coming into the situation all prepped and ready with my realistic list of to-dos, and I was protecting my time by eliminating distractions. And I honestly feel like these three things, when done together, um, was making me so so productive compared to what I had been doing, running myself around in circles. Um, I can honestly say working in this way uh, has saved me three to four hours easily in one of my child-free work days. Um, My productivity has absolutely doubled. So I really hope that you got something out of this solo episode of Mum of the Mums with Hustle podcast. And if there's something that I've said here that has got you thinking about how you can improve your productivity, take action on that thing. When you're feeling overwhelmed and unbalanced, take a moment to breathe and just concentrate on doing the next thing that you need to do rather than everything that you need to do. You've got this believe that. If you love this episode and you are ready to take action, then you're going to want to grab the freebie that I have made for you. This tool is going to help set some great habits for you around the three productivity tips that I shared in this episode. So you can stop thinking and start doing. Now you can grab this freebie by checking out the show notes at mumswithhustle.com slash episode 24. Finally, I want to thank you for joining me on the podcast. I really enjoyed getting on the mic um, and having this quality time with you. I hope to do it more often because I've got lots that I want to share with you that addresses some of the pains and challenges that we all face as biz mums. Until next time, if you are loving the podcast, can you do me a favor and jump on iTunes just real quick, leave me a star rating and review if you like, because that's going to help more people just like you find our podcast so they can learn along with all of us too. I would really appreciate that. Okay, cool. 
That's it from me. Have a great day and keep hustling. (laughs) 